Hey, welcome welcome back to the happy hour. Just trying to get your attention there, making sure that you care enough to listen to the very best. And uh, so anyway, we are here uh, on the happy hour, and we're happy to be with you. And uh, let's just kick it off, since hopefully uh, we still have one or two listeners by saying, uh, last week <laughs> I made a comment about uh, U2 and uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday, their song, which is a reference to not one... But count them two uh, massacres that occurred between, uh, not really between, it was pretty much the British soldiers massacring Irish citizens. And uh, the sort of off, offhanded nature of my comment made of uh, mistakenly given the impression that I think that's not a big deal. Now, you know, I'm against massacring. And, uh, you know, regardless of citizen citizenship or where you're from. So uh, I don't want you to get the impression that uh, I think that uh, it's it's not a big deal because it is a big deal. And it's also a big deal that people understand uh, geography. And uh, I know that uh, some people thought that um, the the Irish band U2 uh, being from Ireland would not be from the British Isles. But that's wrong. Uh, Ireland is one of the British Isles. Right. And I just want to make sure that people understand um, geography as well as history. I think that's important. It is important subjects. Yeah. And... Um, Right, so let's see. How can we segue out of this to start talking about Doctor Who? What up? Hey, John, welcome to the show. Uh, We'll do our introductions. John, uh, you're looking good? Thanks, bud. I want everybody in the world to know, I had a little thing happen to me this week. Um, I like to call it my fridge died. Oh, no. And uh, actually, my fridge was massacred by British soldiers. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) kidding uh my fridge died on me and um you know i had this thing where like i had to buy a new fridge and like in a hurry i needed to to have someone help me deliver you know like pick it up and get it and stuff otherwise i was gonna have to you know wait a couple days and pay delivery fees and put out the call on facebook and within a matter of uh i don't know 37 seconds sure my brother Brother John, not my actual brother, he was like, I have access to a truck. I will be over your house later today. And I just wanted to say publicly, thank you. Oh, man. Also, you're very good looking. Oh, man. And uh, you're currently single, right? Oh, man. Ladies, (laughs) 517-432-432. 3893 uh, is the number to call. Uh, you can maybe uh, maybe have a little... Maybe you can meet John on the air, and maybe he'll just take your breath away. <sighs> anyway, I want to say thanks, man. That was nice. No problem. I guess uh, thanks are also in order to my roommate, whose truck I stole, so that we could do that. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> Did he know about you taking the truck? Uh, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we can just leave that part out. He probably thought, why is my truck not here? I wonder where it went. Did somebody steal my truck? Right. And I thought at the same time, hey, there's a refrigerator in the back of his truck, and I'm driving it. Weird. Yeah. Weird. something? Weird all around. Yeah. Uh, thanks also uh, need to be given out to our our engineer, Emmanuel. Yeah. Thank you for this green balloon that you gave me. I, it's a special balloon. I got it from the Matt and Kim concert. So Kim touched that balloon. 
Oh wow! It's pretty. It's pretty special. Yeah. So I got to take a picture with Matt, which is more special than your balloon. Whoa! But mm. it's pretty special still. Now, was he wearing any clothes when you took a picture with him? He was wearing clothes, although I they like to be naked a lot. Mm-hmm. At, at least in two of their videos, they uh, yeah. they do some some clothes taken off. They're artists. Oh my! Yeah, it's that's art. intense. Yeah, artists artists need to be free. Yeah. And uh, now you went to two concerts. You went to Matt and Kim. Uh, and you also saw the U2 play. I, I did. I had a concert-filled weekend, but uh, U2 had cool special effects, which was cool. You mentioned an alien? Oh, yeah. They're, okay, so the way that, that it felt like you were inside a spaceship and that mm. you were going to take off because it was actually an alien band mm-hmm. that was imposing or pretending to be U2. Which would explain uh, Bono's fashion choices throughout the years, right? Bono? It, it would. Bono? Bono. Isn't that his name? <laughs> Bono. 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 Is it Bonobo? Bono. Okay. Bo. <laughs> I did I did not see the special effects. I I decided to uh not go to the concert. Yeah, that's what I did. Inside the stadium, but I did set up a blanket in the Beal Gardens. Oh. And laid in the gardens and listened to it. That's that's a good way to Which I thought was actually really awesome. It was super relaxing yeah. and cool. And uh I was with friends and we all just kinda set up blankets and laid out there and listened and cool. other than the special effects, I mm-hmm. think I, I got everything else out of it. But the, I heard the special effects were just fantastic. They were. Mm. I it really did feel like a spaceship. There was even like a little alien video at the end of the concert type thing and then I was like, We're about to lift off and then we didn't. So how do you know that you didn't actually lift off and then everything since the concert has been an illusion created by the I, space aliens? I don't I don't know that. I mean it sounds like a Doctor Who plot or something. It's possible. Speaking of space aliens from the British Isles, uh we were talking about uh the Doctor Who uh, we were. before the show and you you Emmanuel you did the reporting on this um <laughs> you you brought up to me you're like should we talk about Doctor Who and uh, the thing is I think we could say this is a show for nerdy people. Yeah. Maybe maybe you personally you listening, you don't think of yourself as a nerdy person, but come on, you're a you're listening to radio, so right there. Uh, B, you're listening to public radio, and uh, C, you're listening to public college radio. So uh, and and D, it's talk radio. Yeah. So I mean, if you put that all together, you know, yeah, you're right there. You're kind of a little nerdy, and that's a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing because clearly we're nerds. Yeah. Or you're at the you're at the bar and they didn't they didn't change uh, to the jukebox yet. Yeah, I don't really have any I mean, an answer for that's that. That's plausible. Yeah, it could happen. The point being... Shout out to the bar. Big ups to the bar. You're probably, <laughs> if you weren't a nerd before, you're getting nerdy listening. So we can talk about Doctor Who. And it's interesting because I, I actually tried... I, I went on a sort of like a British TV binge. Um, I, I'm on the Netflix, and uh, Netflix streaming suggested I watch Sherlock Holmes, which or I think it's just called Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock. Which Solid. is a modern reimagination of the some of the Sherlock Holmes stories, and um, they do one of those things that sometimes I, I hold in high esteem, which is they they don't you know, go for quantity over quality. The, the first quote-unquote series of Sherlock Holmes is like three episodes. 
and then they're like an hour and a half each, um, which I wouldn't really call it a series. I would call that a mini series, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, really good writing, really good acting. Uh, Simon Clegg plays Doctor Watson, um, and the guy who plays Sherlock, whose name escapes me. Yep, don't know it. Uh, but he's he's pretty good as well, and a uh, lot a lot of good acting, uh, good writing. And I was like, man, really good. What else you got, Brits? And then I think they suggested uh, Netflix being the they in this case. They suggested a masterpiece theater. Um, series which I watched the heck out of, and um, and then I was like, kind of okay, all right, you know, I'm liking British TV right now because I, you know, I, it's like smarter than American TV, right? I would I would say I, I feel smarter when I watch British television. I don't know if it's just because of the accents, though. Yeah, those, those can be tricky. But that's part of it. Yeah, but I think it's the um, to me the you know they don't they don't feel like they have to maybe dumb things down or aim at a um you know a, a less intelligent audience <coughs> red states um i don't feel like they they have to do that in in england um and so they end up with uh you know smarter shows and um i have friends that have watched the doctor who before and they've talked about it and i was like you know i know this is a big show i'm going to give it a try and i tried watching the first episode and i was like not impressed at all yeah it's like you, i don't know you have to understand the lore or the myth of doctor who or else yeah. it just kind of it falls flat yeah i'm, I'm thinking I'll, I'll write a book for you ed just for you and it'll be what you need to know to watch doctor who that's actually a really good idea because that, that was my my takeaway it was like i watched an episode and a half maybe and i was like you know what i think that maybe they were wrong this isn't that good but maybe i'm wrong somebody actually needs to write a guide for how to start watching Doctor Who if you've never watched Doctor Who before. I'll do it. Kind of like someone should do for Star Wars. Right. Which, again, is a space opera filmed in England, right? Filmed yeah. filmed partially in England? Yeah. The yeah. Star Wars, original Star Wars trilogy? I don't think you need a guide for it, though. I think you just have to watch it. You don't get as much immediately, but it still makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess. Because you start if you start at the first one, you're at the beginning. But you'd have to watch all the Doctor Who's ever made to catch up to that. That's why you need the guide. Yeah, I guess you're right. So if you were only if you only wanted to watch the last Star Wars movie, then mm-hmm. yeah, you would need a guide. Yeah, but and it's it, kind of what you're doing here. Or if you want to watch the second X Files movie, you're gonna have to spend <laughs> two years watching the entire <laughs> series. Yeah. Watch the first movie halfway through, yeah, and then the day that you're going to watch the last final episode of X Files, so you can finally watch that second movie. Your brother, whose Netflix you've been using to do that, yeah, will text you and say, "I cancel my Netflix today," and and you have one one episode left. Oh, this is severely hypothetical, right? But also, in this hypothetical example, uh, you would also know that I think there's, like, a complimentary, uh, you can, like, do a trial for, like, a week with Netflix, can't you? Right. It's it's like a month, I think. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's pretty solid. I know a ton of people who have it anyway. And you can do, actually, you just made me think of, uh, if you have a .edu email address, like probably most of us at the MSU do, uh, former and current... 
the Hulu Plus also has a, uh, a complimentary period that they will offer you for the Hulu Plus account. It's true. I signed up. And you can uh, you can watch through uh, good American television like Arrested Development. I think, you know what? I'm putting two and seven together here. I think Arrested Development didn't make it because, or didn't make it past three seasons, <laughs> because it too was very intelligent. And, um, and Fox, as Fox tends to do, um, move, yanked it around. You know how Fox tends to yank around people or, or television programs that are intelligent, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, they've been attacking Jon Stewart as of late for, uh, for being racist, um, which I thought was funny. You guys watch the Jon Stewart Daily Show? I, I don't have cable, so... But you have Hulu. I do have Hulu. Which I really enjoy the John Stewart. That's how I watch Quite the John Stewart. Yeah. Quite a bit. But I don't watch I, I rarely watch any TV. Uh, not because I'm reading. I don't want you listeners to right. think that I'm I think that I'm above you because I'm reading instead of watching TV. Because I'm not. No. I I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just sitting on the couch without the TV on. I'm so much below you. You're just staring off into I'm space. Just sitting there. Yeah. I can't read. That's too much. Apparently, I can't watch TV because that's too much. A lot of times, turning on the lights is a, a chore. You yeah. don't even do that. Yeah. Maybe just, you're depressed. I Have you ever thought sit, about that? Sit in the dark mm. and wish that somebody had called in. Ladies. To go on a <laughs> short walk on 432 3893. <laughs> if you're into. Very helpful. He's just waiting to help people out. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're like, I wonder if someone will call and need some help. You know what you basically are? You're your basic superhero. Oh, I was thinking the paperclip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. But I guess yeah. he's a paperclip, and actually, if you think about that sticky pad, it kind of looks like a cape. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like a couple of versions of Office ago. Well, I... Yeah, I don't know. I've got a Mac. I don't know. <laughs> um, now... I'm free, Mita. Don't you love that commercial? Man. Which one? The Mac uh, PC ones where the PC keeps sticking his head out of the pizza box trying to entice college kids. Be like, I'm pizza. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, my gosh. It's it's my favorite of of those commercials. It's my favorite. But I have actually met John Hodgman. Right. Who was uh, the PC. In California. Yeah, right. Where, yeah, movie stars are hanging out just basically on street corners. Like, no big deal. Yeah. And they're like, hey... Hey, you going? To, we want to get a burger. I'm watch, a celebrity. Watch my movie. I'm I'm from here. You sounded a lot more like a celebrity than I did. I think mine might have been just some homeless guy. Yeah, hey, right. You get a burger, and you want to you want to yeah. buy it for me. You gotta yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta be careful in uh, in in California because it's hard to tell the difference. Yeah, between celebrity and uh, and homelessness. That's because of the weird uh, attire that is trendy. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, everybody shops at the secondhand stores, and uh, actually, I went to a couple of secondhand stores, and all they had was like cowboy shirts for guys. Dumpster chic. Like all they had was cowboy shirts. Yeah. Well, I noticed you're wearing one right now. Really? Yeah. Yours is more of a cowboy gambler. You're well, like a Kenny Rogers, right? Yeah, now. pretty much. Yeah. I wish I had a country song to go along with that. I don't. Let's see what I got. That's that's pretty country. I think most people are line dancing right now. Yeah, but in a, that beat. In a funky kind of chicken. It must be a Clarence Carter line dance. <laughs> um speaking of Clarence Carter. 
I'm so glad you have something to go with this. I don't, but uh, I wanted to give away some of our tickets. We have awesome tickets to give away for the Common Ground Festival. Oh, no way. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah, I go every year. Um, <laughs> well, that's jumping the gun a little bit. Uh, we have a we have a caller. We might actually have J-Wise. J-Wise is not with us in person today. She's uh, going to check out our friend Diego, uh, who has been in town and is uh, doing his last performance, his comedy stand-up stylings of right. Diego. Um, he is doing that in Grand Rapids, so he's not joining us today, but so Jay Wise is going to go check that out, and she's not with us, but she was at YouTube and was going to give us the YouTube report. But let me get back to the Common Ground Festival. Yeah. We, are, we have a couple of pairs of tickets to give away for... Uh, the Rick Springfield slash Verve Pipe evening, which oh, is man. Tuesday the 12th. That sounds hot. Uh, and we also have a couple to give away for uh, Ladies Love Cool James, or LL Cool oh, J. Man, that's the Saturday show. Saturday right? the 16th, yeah. Oh, wow. So we've got, what do you call that, four pair of tickets total. Wow, eh? And, um... We're gonna we're gonna give those away, and I'm not even gonna decide. We're just gonna say right now, you can call in to win five one seven four three two three eighty nine three if you want to go see Rick Springfield slash Verve Pipe, uh, who I'm a big fan of the Verve Pipe and what I would qualify as the nicest drummer in the world, Donnie Brown. Yeah, he's um, a cool guy. Very nice guy. Like, just got to be one of the top seven nicest guys in the world. He's yeah. like Tom Hanks quality. Um, We've got uh, those, and and or you can choose uh, LL Cool J. So Emmanuel is going to pick caller number X, and uh, caller number X, you can decide which pair of tickets you want, and uh, and then uh, we will take a little ticket giveaway hiatus and uh, return later in the show to give away more tickets. Man, that's cool. Yeah, I'd be I'm excited about Rick Springfield too. Talk about like a song. I've been made fun of a little bit about this, but for what? Um, Rick Springfield sang Jesse's Girl. Yeah, he did. Right? Yeah. So the thing sang about Jesse's that Girl is, say you're driving down Grand River. You wish that, and you've got your music on loud because it's summertime and you're having an awesome time. And maybe, Jesse's Girl maybe comes on and you get your shirt's all excited off. because it sounds so cool. Do 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 Uh huh. And you feel cool, right? <laughs> yeah. And sure. Jesse's got a friend, you know, and they're doing the whole cool thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, I want to hit Jesse's girl. And you're like, wait a minute, this is no longer masculine at all. Yeah. Like it started so cool. Like you could be wearing leathers and the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute. Did you ever wonder if Jesse was a, a girl? Uh, I did not until now. Speaking of girls, we, we have a girl or a woman on the phone for some prizes. What up? Oh, we do. Well, uh, who do we have with us on on the air? You're on you're on right now, actually, caller. Who do who do we have with us? Oh, sorry. What's your name again? Rose. Rose. Hi, Ed. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. This is Rose, the sometimes uh, marathon, half marathon running, uh, always uh, fun, cool person who's uh, married to Ty, right? That is correct. All right. So you, you're you going to be going to a concert of some nature. That's very exciting. I never win anything. Well, yes, you do. Yeah. Starting that, now. Yeah. Guess what? Today is the first day of the rest of your life. I like that. Actually, 
it would have been that way either whether or not you won. But the nice thing is, like, your new life starts with you getting tickets, so that's great. I like it. The last day of June is the best day of June. Yeah. Which which uh, which tickets did you go for? Are you a Springfield or a, a LL fan? I think, I think I'm more of a Springfield because you said the verb places with them, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was all together. Nice. For sure. Yeah. And can I tell you while I have you on the line, and I, I didn't want to interrupt John's story, but uh, just through a, a very odd confluence of events, uh, my my dad was friends with um, some an Englishman, actually, believe it or not, who, in addition to being a co-worker at one point, was also a roadie at one point in his life. And for whatever reason, he had the drum throne, the the thing that the drummer sits on for the drummer of Rick Springfield, and he gave that to me. And I have what is almost certainly Rick Springfield's former drummer's former throne. Wow. It's in my basement. By throne, you just mean chair, right? Yeah, it's more like a stool, but I think they call them thrones. I don't really know. They do, they do. But either way, yeah, that's much cooler. I think exactly. Yeah. So if you congratulations on those tickets, and uh, if you feel like getting a little more Springfield or some pre-Springfield, you know, feel free to come over to the house and uh, and have Ty, uh, who is also a drummer, play kick kick out some jams by sitting on the uh, post pre whatever X Springfield. Yeah. That's great. We can get our picture taken with it, maybe? Yeah, right. It, yeah, it's black and circular, and you can sit on it, and it's great. So, well, cool, man. Congratulations, Rose, and thank you for listening, and in, in first day of the rest of your life. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, here on The Impact. Look at that. We're changing lives, Emmanuel. We are changing lives. Important things go on here. Yeah. Uh, phone line's blowing up. Um, did we give away another pair? We have... How many pairs do we have? We Two have pairs? so many pairs. We have so many pairs. We have three pair left. Okay, three but, pairs. But we only have... Now you have to do a little bit of math in your head, because we only have one pair of Verve Pipe slash Springfield. Okay. And we have two pair of LL Cool J. All right, so that means we have two for LL Cool J. So let's and give let's give another one away. You wanna? Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Four three two three eight nine three. The number to call. Uh, and this time, I want you to pick caller number Y. I I will get number Y. Cool. Certainly, there's an algorithm joke to do with the letter Y I'm that we could going for it. pull out. No, the stops. Can you imagine this scenario? Like I've been at the concert and the guitarist has thrown out the picks and the drummer's thrown out sticks. Right. Can you imagine the concert you were at that the drummer threw the throne? Like, oh, here's my stool, and you know what? Why don't you take my kick drum too? Yeah. And it hits you in the head, and then the guy next to you is like, oh, I got the guy's stool. Yeah. You're just gone out on the out on the ground. And man. you're you're yeah you're bleeding. You're done for. Uh, because the stupid drummer... I mean, I think even throwing out drumsticks is a terrible idea. Yeah, right? Because a lot of times they get all chopped up and, like, imagining, you know, if you catch it, say, with your face, and then you got a face full of splinters. Yeah. Ow. I don't want that. Thanks a lot, drummer. I used to like this band, but now that I have a splinter face, I hate you. You ever ever see a band where... He's throwing out picks, like, during the show, and then he's like, I'm out of picks. Yeah. 
I only had the one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what that says to me is, uh, you know, you've just got like a huge need for approval. Yeah. And you're really, you know, you got other issues going on. Yeah, for sure. I'd like to see that kind of stuff at like uh, classical music concerts where they throw out their yeah, like rosin. Here's, here's my here's the bow for my violin or here is my trombone <laughs> tuning slide. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Is that a real thing? A tuning slide? Yeah. Yeah. It's the top. I'm, I mean, we don't have to go into detail, but it's the crook. It's the top. It's actually a piece that can come out. Ladies, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Never ending. Former yes. former trombone player. Do you still ever play? I've got it. I've got it out in my room right now. You know what I was thinking about? I, I'll be honest, John. I was thinking about selling you on air earlier today. Oh, yeah? Because of your, you know, because of the grand gesture, the niceness, the, the, uh, just the giving nature that you have. I was like, what can I do for John yeah. that doesn't cost any money? And right. I was like, I can right. give him away on air to, to a sexy lady. Yeah. With That's sexy hair. So yeah. now you get to choose between a pair of LL Cool J tickets or, yeah. or, uh, you can have you can our very own awkward, Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> awkward with me for like 20 minutes before you give up on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Man, that sounds hot. Yeah. That sounds like a good Saturday. Well, exactly. We'll give you options. You know who's going to have a good day of the week next week? Ed, who is on the line, who just won a pair of tickets. A person named Ed? Yeah. Well, you know I love talking to a person named Ed because that's my name. Ed, you are on the air. Ed, what did you decide to go with? Oh, definitely the verb pipe. Oh, man. Verb pipe blowing up over here. I love it. I love local, it. Local love there. Have you been following the Verve, the Verve Pipe, as my friend uh, Chris calls them? Have you been following them for a long time, or are you new newish fan? I am uh, 52 years old, and I listened to the impact on the first day that it came on broadcast by um, accident or design. I don't know, <laughs> but it is my um, life-changing. Um, I'm a different, better person listening to the impact. Oh, wow. That is an awesome thing to say, and uh, hopefully you don't feel that listening to this particular program has right. made you a worse person, <laughs> although it's very likely. Do we, do we have that recorded somewhere <laughs> that uh, we can make sure that we we can play back to people who, who think maybe our show yeah. could liven up that this guy, our friend oh, Ed, I, loves it? Yeah. I just enjoy it. I, um... Geez, I'm a real rustic guy with just a high school diploma, but I'm on the northern boundary or fringe of the radio reception, and um, and I'm a regular pest for the impact. <laughs> All right, on for requesting. So, well, very cool, man, and uh, thank you for being a longtime fan and listener and supporter, and do enjoy the show. Or do you think you're going to go more? To the Verve side of things, or are you going to go more on the Springfield side of things? I'm not so familiar with the um, Springfield, but um, definitely the Verve. All right. That's what I like to hear. Love local first. Well, congratulations, Ed, and do enjoy, and thanks again for being a, a longtime Impact listener. Uh, I am faithful. Get an 88.9 uh, tattoo on me, man. Just uh, <laughs> right. find my remains someplace. Uh, they'll know what frequency I've been tuning in all my life. 
awesome, dude. Well, congratulations. And uh, you know, we're not we're not saying that you have to get a, a eighty nine FM tattoo, but you know, it's not going to hurt your chances any. Yeah. Of winning future things. We could get Speaking mine of and winning faces <laughs> with the logo under it for you. We we have another winner on the line, uh, Paul, who wants to go see Ella Cool J for the ladies. All right. Yeah. Holy, Aww. holy moly, Paul, congratulations. You are on the air with us, and you are going to go see Ladies Love Cool James. Ladies Love Cool James. They love Cool James. They ha- And they have for a while. And you know what? Yeah. Don't I don't want people to call this a comeback for him. He's been here for years. Is there any real coming back, or has it just always been like he plateaued, and he always was, you know, the LL Cool J? Yeah, when you hit the best so quick. Yeah. I'm at the top of Everest. Where else are you going? He's a force of nature. I'm going to say it's not so much that he plateaued as that he asymptoted, and from that point, he was at infinity, and how do you come back from infinity? Yeah, you're at, you know... You don't. You're infinite. You right. Exactly. You're, in, you're infinite. What yeah. There? Well, yeah, exactly. I can't think of anything better than infinite. Although, I got to be honest, how many times have you personally, I know I've used this line before, you know, how many times have you said, I, I love you infinity plus one or something like that, or infinity times infinity or infinity the infinity of power, which is just nonsense, but I say it anyway. I mean, you know, that's not really my style. Maybe it sounds like really wasted, but it'd be more like I love you, man. Plus one, man. Listen, Paul. Congratulations, and I, you know, I can't force you to do this, but I would encourage you if you get a chance to meet uh, LL Cool J, uh, that you would tell him that you love him. Infinity plus one. Yeah. Well, when I meet LL Cool J, I'm going to tell him that it's cool that the ladies love him. You know, and I'm happy for him. Like, I really, you know, that's good for him. <laughs> good. good. <laughs> your, tone, your tone makes it sound a little bit like you're, you're a little irritated that ladies love him, but you, it's not, right? No, I mean, you know, I'm more irritated that he was in that movie, like, where he was on Mars. It was directed by John Carpenter. Anyone remember that? <laughs> oh, no. No. that, you know? You know, yeah, John, pretty much every John Carpenter movie is hit or miss, right? The thing is decent. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, it's like Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell, LL Cool J. Don't forget Rowdy Roddy Piper. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, was the lead of uh, one of Carpenter's movies. Just bombed a little bit in my mouth. Yeah, that's 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 why you got to have popcorn at a Carpenter movie. Well, congratulations, Paul, and do enjoy the show. And uh, thank you for also being an Impact listener. And... Um, Geez, we're just like blowing up tickets left and right. We are. We're destroying them. We're kind of like it's like we're we're just a little over halfway through the show, and I feel as if we've blown our wad, and we should just you know, like just stop broadcasting. I I'd be okay with that. But the people wouldn't, and we've got one more <laughs> pair of uh, LL Cool J tickets to give away. But let's just take a little break before we do that and uh, talk about some of the important events going on in the world. Important events like the Pope getting a Twitter account. Oh my! Would it be would it be would it be in in poor taste to say thank God it's happened? Well. <laughs> I mean, that being said, he's just sharing the Vatican's uh, Twitter account. But he had his first tweet. And, oh, yeah. What was it? It was... Uh, it was, uh, dear friends, 
I just launched news.va. Praised be our Lord Jesus Christ with my prayers and blessings, Benedictus the 16th. That all fit in a tweet? That is, it's got to be like the exact number of characters or something. But, you know, he did it, he tweeted using an iPad. And of course, all of his advisors and stuff were, you know, getting it set up. There's some tech guy, you know, mm-hmm. even at the Vatican, there's a tech guy Somebody who's got is- a grizzly beard and he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing jeans and a t-shirt and everybody, you know, it's the shirt says, I like to party. And, you know, he's the Vatican tech guy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, just use the two fingers to zoom in here. And I think I, I, I might've seen him when I was there at the Vatican. Really? Yeah, the tech guy? Yeah. He's in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph is quite a quite a guy. Are you sure you're not thinking of the basement of the Alamo? Right. No, I'm I'm, I'm thinking Vatican. Right. Um Yeah, I I got to be honest. I was a little shocked that the uh the Pope's using an iPad. Well, you know, less to less to bring to uh the the fancy room he was in while this all went down, I guess. Well, I mean, I just thought he would have maybe used an Android tablet, but... Uh, oh. Oh. Yowza. I don't know what would make you think that, but I'm going to keep it. Because it's open source. I don't know, yeah. I really don't know why I said that. I just wanted to stir up controversy. I'm, I'm mostly an Apple fanboy, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not enamored with the iPad. I'm sure it's great. Uh, I just, you know... I just don't personally think, man, I need one of those. I was was just, uh, speaking of Twitter, I was just checking out our Twitter, and uh, during the show we get tweets, too. And you you can follow us at at The H Hour. Yeah, T-H-E-H-H-O-U-R. Yeah. And uh, our good friend uh, Hodge uh, posted that there's never enough math humor uh, on our our show. Thank you. I don't know if if he's just straight up lying. No. Because I don't think you're allowed to do that on Twitter. I think Twitter can tell if you're lying. So um, I guess I'm going to try to think of a good math joke uh, to tell on the air as a mm. gift. As a gift to Hodge. Don't force it, though. I would never. I mean, I think the and thank you, Hodge. Thank you for that statement because you know I I just believe that that's correct. Um, and I have no way of proving it, but uh, you know, you, just having your support. Um, Makes me happy. And speaking of people who tweet and, and update their Facebook, uh, John, you brought you did the reporting on this one. You brought to my attention that uh, there was a, a Salt Lake City in Utah, uh, an, an SLC punk, let's call him, okay, who was in a hostage situation. Right. Like, he was the one who made the hostage situation, yeah. and he was updating his Facebook uh, as he was hostaging yeah so he goes uh like and this guy is a a a felon really he's yes it's not new that he's uh, he's a yeah existing in the runs with the the police but uh this guy took a woman hostage at a motel and uh there was like a overnight 16 hour standoff with you know swat teams and all this and while he's doing this he's updating his facebook right uh you know saying like, things like you do you know yeah why why wouldn't you when I you have a hostage at that point who am i to judge i don't know what's going through your brain anyway so you might as well get on facebook and sure and tell me so you know and he's saying things like if i don't make out of this live you know i love you guys and you know that kind of stuff and then the the problem i mean the many problems <laughs> yeah. everything the one let's, problem let's start with saying that uh at the end of it 
the the girl is uh, released, the hostage was released. Yeah, and, spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, you know, so so she's fine, and uh, the guy ends up shooting himself in the chest, right? But isn't didn't die or something? Is in the yeah. hospital. So anyway, during uh, this whole thing, his buddies are posting back. On giving real time updates, right? yeah, saying things like, "Hey, watch out for the guy in the bushes," you know, because they're watching it on TV. And he's yeah, like, thanks for looking out, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. So now the cops are faced with trying to figure out, you know, are these uh, people who are posting things about, yeah, watch out for the guy in the bushes? Are they? Uh, like able. accessories yeah, or to like, the f- are they obstructing yeah. justice at that point I would think so so they're trying to figure it out but it, apparently it's the first time that they've really run into a scenario where uh, somebody was tweeting about uh, or facebooking about their hold up or standoffs or, or anything else so first of many to come surely yeah he's just the he's just the innovative guy my favorite aspect of this story is that uh, there he he had six posts during the whole time and gained twelve new friends. That's right. So it was more <laughs> twelve about, twelve people friended him during the the whole procedure. That's great. Yeah, that's you nice. You friends got to kidnap people. You, yeah. you know, if if you want to be my lover, I, you got to be my Facebook friend. Um, <laughs> please no. And there and there you go. What so. inspired you to even have this going on? I mean, what? What is wrong with you? The Spice Girls song? <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's the only song that I had handy with a friend in it. <laughs> that was it. That's what, that's what stood out. You said, well, you know, I was thinking we were going to talk about this guy holding somebody hostage, and I thought, wannabe, wannabe my lover would be it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just that's what it. That's Apparently what it says to me. She did not because he had to take her hostage. Right. Well, you know, classy guy in Salt Lake City. SLC Punk, by the way, was a reference to an indie film with um, another uh, local Lansing uh, connection. The uh, main character guy in that with the green hair, whose name is um, he is also in Screen. Yeah. Um, he is from Lansing. He's from no. Lansing, Michigan. Really? Yeah. What was his name? Uh, I want to say Jonathan... Um, L- L- Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, right. Jonathan Matthew Lillard. <laughs> his, like, the Jonathan so is silent. Smart. Oh, yes. Jonathan, right. Yeah, Lillard, yeah, yeah. And a different first name. Right. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. Matthew Lillard. He's from Lansing? Yes, he's from Lansing. That I don't think that's true. Okay, well... But, but according to... IMDb. I'm going actually. I'm going to the definitive source. I'm going to Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Sure. Says he was born in Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, it's not my first rodeo, buddy. Uh, I wanted to bring up my Lillard trivia. Uh, boy, oh boy. Um, but he's an SLC punk. Have you been to multiple ra- rodeos? Do they still have rodeos here? You know, I haven't been to a rodeo since I was about they uh, do, don't six they? years old. They have rodeo. They used to have rodeos. I mean, this. I'm going to show my age on this one, but the. I don't know what building it was. I don't know what the like the formal name of the building type was called, but they had a rodeo. They had a building on campus in the middle of campus where you know it had dirt on the floor and you could ride horses around in it. And they would have the rodeo. Yeah, they moved it. Yeah, they, they moved, moved it to it. the outskirts. Yeah, so it's that's still there. It's co- now it's just called the pavilion. Yeah, um, and that's probably what it was called then as probably, well. Probably, probably. Um, and yeah, they still do that stuff. And I, I technically went to that uh, briefly once uh, mm. while a student. Then you got kicked out, uh, right? For 
What was that again? That I got kicked off. Uh, drunken dis or rowdy? Too rowdy? Too too rowdyo? Too rowdy? Right. <laughs> the rowdyo? Right. <laughs> uh, no, but the the real time. The, uh, I feel like can I just Hodge? We're letting you down. We're no, like you no, asked for not. math humor, and we're making rowdy rowdy piper humor puns. It's terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. But the last time I actually went to the rodeo, I was young, and I was at that age where I was really excited about uh, cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I also lived in the suburbs, so I didn't really know anything about it. Sure. Uh, so I was a kid who like really wanted cowboy boots, but I didn't have that. So at least I got a jean jacket. But I had a younger <laughs> sister, so it was bedazzled. Okay, and you and you and you're like, I don't want to ride a horse. I want a Camaro. I don't want any of those pink bedazzled gems because that's for <laughs> girls. But give me some of those blue and orange ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, manly bedazzles. Yeah. So there I was, a little, little, uh, little guy running around with a, a lovely jean jacket on. Um, and I if, still think jean jackets what? are cool, frankly. Uh, if there was a mathematical rodeo, and uh, well, if you think about it, catching catching a steer, uh, throwing a rope, and then making the loop go around a steer's head, well, maybe possibly cruel to the animal itself. Uh, I mean, really, you're that's math. You're doing vectors because you're you're on a horse. You're flip. You're going around. You know, you have a velocity. Yeah. Where's the and you have a where's uh, the joke in that? Where is that? Oh. Um, well, what's your vector, Victor? I don't know. Shoot. That's twice we laid if down. The, if, the little, if the Little Mermaid were at this rodeo, uh-huh. uh, what do you think she would wear? An algebra. <laughs> Mathematical. An algebra? Yeah. An algebra. Algebra. Okay. <laughs> Okay. That's a, I mean, yeah. as far as a rodeo joke that went awry into mathematics and then we were still trying to include all this stuff and then somehow I thought of The Little Mermaid, I think not bad. Not bad. It had math, The Little Mermaid, rodeo. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's pretty much the best joke mm-hmm. ever told. I don't know if it had rodeo so much as it it was a it was no, a Little yeah. Mermaid joke little that mermaid took place at, at the, the rodeo. rodeo. Hey, speaking of speaking of jumping, like they do at at rodeos or other horse events, what do you call that? <laughs> when they're riding on a horse uh, and they jump a steeplechase. Let's just say let's just say, let's talk about steeplechase for a minute. <laughs> uh, there was there was a. <laughs> Sorry, I was sidetracked. Segways. I was on the the Twitter, and I noticed that we got a reply from Hodge. Oh, no. What did he say? Nice save, me. (laughs) Oh, good work. Thanks, Hodge. Um, (laughs) So speaking of steeplechase, I I was tipped off, uh, and and, uh, uh, Emmanuel, you did the reporting on this one. I did do the reporting on this one. (laughs) And and a lot of times when I say you did the reporting on this one, it means you posted a link that you found somewhere, but that's cool, because that's a lot of... It was hard work, Ed. Um... There's apparently a an annual event that happens in Spain. Uh, it's called El Salto del Calacho, um, and it's it's an event wherein uh, you can put your baby on the ground, and a man in a yellow suit will jump over it to cleanse your baby of sin. 
Does he have a hat? And is this actually a monkey? And is this a made-up story? No, this is totally legit. Curious George goes to well. I, would, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go as far as saying totally legit. But this yeah, is totally legit. Totally. It's as a curious George story. A little bit legit. Uh, in the picture that I'm looking at, there's there's multiple rows of babies that this guy's jumping over. <laughs> it's intense. So so wait, there, it's. The entire festival is based around jumping over a baby. You, well, it's to cleanse the baby of, of, of Satan. Sin? Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's to cleanse the babies of original sin. So it basically, it's, it's an alternative uh, if you don't say have maybe some holy water around or a priest and you want to, um, well, it's not really baptizing because it's jumping. But so they just but hmm. so they just line up these these babies on a mattress. I'm like, pretty this sure isn't one baby. This is like they've got like five babies on a mattress, and then the guy jumps over it like he's jumping over a bonfire. You know, he gets like a running a running start, and he jumps over five babies. Yeah, <laughs> like, sometimes more. It's like the evil Knievel. Yeah, of baby Spanish jumping. religion. Spanish baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of Spanish. Yeah, baby. Uh, Sin cleansing. And in fact, maybe this is where the whole term daredevil comes from. From this idea of jumping over babies. This is a devil <laughs> jump. And as, uh, you know, things got Americanized with, you know, evil Knievel, sure. He right. says, instead of just running and jumping over babies, I'm going to set up buses, school buses, and I'm going to drive a, a motorcycle over it. Right, which is ridiculous because it's been proven, I think, in many theological documents that buses have no original sin. Buses are sinless. Right. So what are you saving? Evil? Yeah. Or sh- I mean, can evil, who, what's his, how, can you call him just by evil, it's, like a first name thing? Um, I guess I would have wait a to minute. be maybe it's, acquainted to Maybe, know. think about it. His evil, first name is evil. Maybe that was the whole point of it, was to, to, to subvert this uh, sin-cleansing ceremony and, and use it for non-sin-cleansing purposes. Right. Maybe that's the whole purpose, and nobody noticed it. Because in the beginning, everybody referred to him as Mr. Knievel. Mr. Knievel, right. And then later. It seems, it seems like hmm. you could have a, a table, a chart hmm. here, you mm-hmm. know, two like columns a graph. where you're saying, okay, Spain, you got a guy. Mm-hmm. U.S., you got a guy. Mm-hmm. This guy runs. This guy rides a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. This guy is cleansing babies of sin. Mm-hmm. This guy is just jumping over buses. And then... The other guy uh, is against evil, and then this guy is named evil. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Spanish one, that's weird. And then the U.S. one, that's super mega awesome. Is that right? <laughs> is that? I think that's how most people who would like evil Knievel would describe it. I guess I think so. they would say jumping over babies. Like, I don't mean to be uh, anti this religious idea because I don't know anything about it. But if you just say jumping over babies, that's kind of weird. And if you say jumping over buses, that's super mega awesome. Um, I could be wrong. I just... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think when you consider the fact that jumping the shark, you know, uh, comes from the happy days where Fonzie jumped over a shark tank in his motorcycle. And it's become essentially the representation of... 
an American television series or really anything that is a series uh, going from something that is or was good to doing ridiculous things for attention. Right. Um, you know, so it's kind of the, this show of, of TV. Right. Um, on the radio. Hey, you know what we should do to not talk about this anymore? We should what? give away our last <laughs> pair of LL Cool J tickets. I agree. And this can be for all of those people, or actually really one person, who uh, savaged through and made it through the last, whatever, eight minutes of dialogue about nonsense. Uh, You deserve to see LL Cool J on Saturday, July 16th, courtesy, as all of our ticket giveaways were, of uh, the Common Ground Festival. And we uh, wanted to tell you that you can go to uh, www.commongroundfest.com for more information, and we want to thank them, the Common Ground Festival, for their continued support and remind listeners they may only win once per week. Uh, and so if you give us a call, 432-3893, uh, Emmanuel will pick up the phone uh, at her at her leisure and um, like it, I might. and you will in return uh, receive a pair of tickets go see LL Cool J kick out the jams right here in Lansing on uh, Saturday July 16th so let's see we've talked about baby jumping somehow somehow we have talked about baby jumping on this show <laughs> come on I did not think the day would come it's a matter of time it was a matter of time before we got around to baby jumping yeah obviously um, what else? What other topics were there that uh, we wanted to jump through? Oh, um, yeah, there was a lot of British TV stuff that I wanted to talk about, but can I just say Danger Mouse? Does Danger Mouse mean anything to you? Yeah. Danger Mouse was my favorite cartoon growing up, and it's British. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I guess it wasn't my favorite cartoon growing up. It was one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah, that's tough. I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo. A lot. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense when I think about it now. And it explains some things about you. I mean the the guy who was hiding in the bottom drawer of the file cabinet, the orange glowy guy. Eesh. Yikes. You know? You mean like in the opening sequence? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. You know what my my favorite part of watching uh, cartoons and stuff like that is when you see the episode that's got part of that clip from the intro, right. you get all excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it sw- might just be me, but I get no, all excited. No, no, I'm with you. And I swear Scooby-Doo put in things in the intro that didn't ever, that weren't in the series. You know, I thought that, but I think they're just rare episodes. Yeah. Just to taunt you. We we have a winner for that last pair. Lindia is on the line for you guys. We have Lindia on the air. Lindia, Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're going to go check out LL Cool J. Are you an LL Cool J fan from way back, or are you like new school? Way back. Way back. Way back. That's, that's, how, that's how way back I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to hear. Would you Now, are you way back to the extent that you would say have LL Cool J maybe on tape? Ooh, my brother probably still has a tape. Hey, nice. See, I've got an LL yep. Cool J yep. Mama cassette said single. Nice out kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. You've got the single rocking. Well, congratulations, and I do hope you enjoy the show, and uh, you can uh, you can keep an eye out for uh, Paul, who will also be there. And um, if you do find that single, uh, do let John know he loves singles. That's correct. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, congratulations and enjoy. 
And, uh, oops, cut her off, dang. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry, Lindia. Um, and, uh, yeah, very cool, man. So, giving away lots of tickets, giving away lots of love, and I'm so happy that people are going to go enjoy LL Cool J and the Verve Pipe slash Rick Springfield. I'll tell you what I love. I would say, internationally, Rick Springfield has to be a bigger name with the, in, you know, than the Verve Pipe. But in this town, uh-uh. It's not true. I mean, a guy literally said, just moments ago said I'm not really familiar with Rick Springfield but I love the Verve Pipe and that makes me so happy because the Verve Pipe are they're That's great fair. did you what you didn't uh, mention by the way is the same day that LL Cool J is playing is Tonic is playing the other stage yes that Tonic. is true that is true. I think you f- you felt that maybe that was unimportant to mention. Um, it was it was more that I really couldn't think of a tonic song that I was aware of. Uh, they did. If you could only see the way she loves me, maybe you would understand. Off the off the album Lemon Parade, track seven. They also had another song. But I think we'll just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just, I love when that yeah. Me, didn't it? <laughs> yeah oh, I love I love when things get interactive like that, and we we or tick people off, or yeah, uh, encourage people to call in. Um, yeah, you know I you know I'm just not aware of mainstream rock and roll as much. That's as, from as 1996, as man. That's really, 1996 rock. And I was roll. definitely alive. I definitely remember being alive in 1996. Actually, I can't remember. I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened to me in 1996, but I know that I was alive. I I could tell you some things that happened to me in 96. Give us a give us like a w- quick one too. Uh, I I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. That'll that'll make you feel good. It was I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys are studying gerunds. My oh, you know what? I can tell you some. I can tell everybody something that I would never ever have told anybody in sixth grade. You I will like tell you right now? You totally liked Millicent. My locker combination was ten thirty two twenty. Dude. I would never tell you that. Don't tell people that now. They, you know they recycle those locker combos. And in seventh grade it was six sixteen six. Stop it. Just really six sixteen six? Yeah. Jeez. And I'm not going to keep going through the years. But how about that for memory? That's freakish. And, and here, little math, math, not a joke for you. Combination locks are actually misnamed and should be called permutation locks because combinations cannot duplicate the number, but permutations can have the same number. So 6166 is not a possible combination. It is only a permutation. Permutation of my love. Do we have a, a caller that had to make a comment, Emmanuel? Uh, Nope. Good. We're oh, good. We're okay. all good. No that complaints. takes care of that. Well, guess what? We got to go. Uh, but do stay tuned. The basement is next. Brother John, a pleasure as always. Math. Mrs. Emanuel. Cheers. Thank you for the balloon and for rocking the ones and twos. Everybody, thank you for listening to us talk about math and other things. And uh, do join us next week as we talk about blah, blah, blah. And uh, stay tuned. The basement is next. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>